0: This is The Daily Detail, powered by 1819 News, Honest News. Alabama. Alabama. Our great state. The voice of Alabama values. Alabama, unbelievable people. And now, here is Andrea Tice.
1: U.S. Senator Tommy Tuberville is calling on the Department of Defense to halt their selling of construction materials that were originally purchased during the Trump administration as part of building a wall at the U.S.-Mexico border. Tuberville is a member of the Senate Armed Services Committee. He and other Republicans are calling on Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin to stop the auctioning off of those border wall materials, and they are currently refusing to confirm the nominee for Under Secretary of Defense policy until the actions by Lloyd Austin are halted. The Finish It Act is legislation that requires the completion of the border wall, and it was placed inside the National Defense Authorization Act. Republicans accuse Austin of selling off the border wall materials ahead of that law going into effect in 2024 so that the border wall is not completed. Alabama Congressman Barry Moore says he's continuing the fight to stop the U.S. Space Command from being made permanent in the state of Colorado. Alabama's congressional delegates are being joined by House Republicans in the effort to stop funding from going to Colorado after the Biden administration forced a reversal of the decision to put the Space Command headquarters in Huntsville. Moore says that the Biden administration is making this whole issue political, but since House Republicans have power of the purse strings. They're going to use that to hold the Biden administration accountable. Moore says that by not funding a permanent structure, the plan is to get the U.S. Space Command leaders to realize they're not mission ready until they follow the best guidelines and move everything back to Alabama as was originally planned. Moore reiterated that we're not funding permanent construction and that the Biden administration picked the wrong people to fight with. The ban on transgender surgeries and cross-sex hormones for minors is now in effect here in Alabama. This comes after a decision was made by the 11th Circuit Court of Appeals that removed a lower court's injunction against the law. As a result of that, the VCAP law is now in place. And there are now transgender advocacy groups who are planning to fund out-of-state travel for minors who are seeking the procedures. The Campaign for Southern Equality is one such organization, and they are partnering with the charter school in Birmingham for transgender students called the Magic City Acceptance Center, along with PRISM United and the Southern Trans Youth Emergency Project. These groups are now offering emergency grant money and identifying out-of-state providers that provide hormone therapy as well as surgery to remove genitals. The director of Prism United says that the judges who made the decision in the 11th Circuit Court are knowingly harming trans youth here in Alabama. When it comes to the extent of trans activism in American culture these days, I don't know if you remember that the Daily Detail reported on the first successful birth of a baby through a uterus transplant that was completed at UAB. A female patient who was born without a uterus, was able to retain the uterus transplant, get pregnant, and have a baby as a result of all the efforts by doctors at UAB. In fact, UAB made the announcement this past July after the baby was successfully born. Now, the American Medical Association is putting out an article that explores the idea of doing these types of uterus transplants for transgender women, which is essentially biological males who believe they're in the wrong gender and have tried to convert over to being a woman. The AMA article was published this past June and suggests that uterus transplants be subsidized for trans women in order to help them consolidate their identities in their chosen gender. The doctors who wrote this article did acknowledge that U.S. taxpayers will likely not look favorably on this type of subsidization. They suggested that another alternative for surgery being done is through private and institutional grants to transgenders. The article was published in the AMA's journal of ethics. A group in Mobile is holding a march this coming Saturday in order to fight against domestic violence and human trafficking. The march has been named End It Now and is being sponsored by the Seventh-day Adventist churches in the area. It is free and open to the public. The goal is to raise national awareness to help those caught up in this horrific abuse. The Mobile Public Safety Director will be leading the march. It begins at 3 p.m. There will be a picnic and family events held in the morning before the march in Cathedral Square. For more in-depth stories affecting the state of Alabama, go to 1819news.com. In national news, a D.C. grand jury that has been convened to hear evidence against Donald Trump has now been closed. The decision was made by special counsel Jack Smith. The grand jury in D.C. was first created by Smith before he decided to file the charges against Trump in a Florida courtroom instead. The Miami-based judge who is now presiding over this whole case against Trump, Eileen Cannon, told Smith that he should stop operating a secret out-of-district grand jury, and she was referring to the D.C. grand jury when she said that. It was a Miami grand jury that first issued charges against Trump for handling of classified documents. However, Smith recently used the D.C. grand jury to add additional charges to the case. Judge Cannon wrote in a rebuke of Smith's actions that he must address the legal propriety of him using an out-of-district grand jury to continue investigating Trump and adding on charges. Since the judge made those demands, Smith has opted to dissolve the D.C. jury instead. Meanwhile, the Georgia case against Trump is moving forward with several of the 18 lawyers who were indicted alongside Trump appearing this week in Fulton County to be booked, have their mug shot taken, and then released on bond. These lawyers, along with Trump, are being charged for challenging the results of the 2020 presidential election in that state. One of those lawyers is John Eastman, who is a former U.S. Supreme Court clerk, a constitutional law expert and the dean of Fowler School of Law in California. Eastman made a statement as he arrived in Fulton County, Georgia.
0: It targets attorneys for their zealous advocacy on behalf of their clients, something attorneys are ethically bound to provide, and which was attempted here by formally challenging the results of the election. I am confident that when the law is faithfully applied in this proceeding, all of my co-defendants and I will be fully vindicated.
1: Rudy Giuliani... The former mayor of New York City also spoke to reporters outside of his apartment in the city as he headed to the airport to catch a flight to Georgia to be booked as well.
0: Feeling very, very good about it because I feel like I'm defending the rights of all Americans as I did so many times as a United States attorney. People people like to say I'm different. I'm the same Rudy Giuliani that took down the mafia that made New York City the safest city in America. Reduced crime more than any mayor in the history of any city anywhere And I'm fighting for justice. I have been from the first moment. I represented Donald Trump, an innocent man, who has now been proven innocent several times. I don't know how many times he has to be proven innocent. And they have to be proven to be liars, actually enemies of our republic, who are destroying rights, sacred rights. They're destroying my right to counsel, my right to be a lawyer. They're destroying his right to counsel. It's not accidental that they've indicted all his lawyers. Never heard of that before in America all the lawyers indicted. Now, whether you dislike or you like Donald Trump, let me give you a warning. It's gonna come for you. When the political winds shift, as they always do, let us pray that Republicans are more honest, more trustworthy, and more American than these people in charge of this government. Because if our government is conducted this way and the system of justice is politicized and criminalized for politics. Your rights are in jeopardy and your children's.
1: Residents in Maui, Hawaii are blasting the team members of the Federal Emergency Management Agency after the Daily Mail has reported that the government workers that were brought to Maui to aid in the recovery from the fires are all staying in a $1,000 a night hotel on the island. There's about a 1,000 of these government officials who are being housed at the five-star resorts on the island, the Fairmont Kialani, the Four Seasons, and the Grand Walia Astoria. The death toll in Lahaina is at 115 with still 800 people unaccounted for and thousands who have lost all of their homes and possessions. Joe Biden announced a one-time payment of $700 per household to be distributed through FEMA. Have you seen the surveillance video of a man who used his legally obtained firearm to stop a robbery of a gas station in Michigan? 35-year-old Cordelius Martin entered the gas station and announced his intention of robbing it. Martin went so far as to corner the gas station clerk behind the counter, demanding the money and brandishing a weapon, which turned out to be a knife. Meanwhile, a customer who was holding a six-pack of beer in one hand pulled out his pistol, and shot the robber. The customer had a legitimate concealed carry permit, by the way. Now, Cass County authorities have revealed this week that after review of the surveillance footage and the whole incident, there will be no charges issued against the customer and that the shooting was deemed lawful and justified. Microsoft founder Bill Gates has a new project on his mind, and it has nothing to do with more rounds of COVID boosters to apply to the world. Nor is he apologizing again for dining multiple times with Jeffrey Epstein when Epstein was a convicted pedophile. Gates now has something different on his mind. It's a global digital ID. Gates is lamenting that there are 850 million people worldwide who still don't have an ID to prove who they are. And he believes he has the answer. Gates will invest $10 million from his foundation to create the modular open source identification platform. Gates is pitching this as a solution for low- to middle-income households, but he also maintains that his vision for this technology is global. A word to the wise is sufficient. You're listening to The Daily Detail from 1819 News. If you are enjoying The Daily Detail and want to make sure that these reports come up easily on your smartphone, then be sure to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever podcasting app you are using. It's usually on the main page of The Daily Detail. That could be on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podbeam, or some other app. And also be sure to visit 1819 News for more reliable, up-to-date information on what's going on around here in Alabama. You can also join 1819 News by becoming a member, which will get you exclusive content as well as 1819 merchandise. You can visit 1819news.com backslash membership to learn more. I'm Andrea Tice. I'll be back again tomorrow.